The reuse and reproduction of this content is not allowed without the express written consent of EBH Fitness LLC. So I am your host today, Regina Robinson, and today I have the pleasure and honor to have a client here today, and it is Nakia, Nakia Manuel. She's a hairdresser here, black on, and of course, she's my beautiful hairdresser. Good morning. Good morning. How are How you? How are you today? I'm good. good. Excited? Very excited. Very excited to have you on the show this morning. We have the opportunity to get to know um, my hairdresser, Nakia, and to learn about products of hair, um, know where you're going to get your hair done, and the best treatments. So I have a few questions for her this morning. So tell me a little bit about yourself and which, how you wanted to become a hairdresser. Um, okay, um, well, I'm Nakia Manuel, and uh, originally I'm from Oklahoma, moved to El Paso about eight years ago mm -hmm. um, and I got into hair really young you know I would do my hair my sister's hair for dances and homecomings and you know just all the time doing hair but it wasn't until I had my daughter um, when I was like you know I need to really learn about hair um, I have this little curl now and and I have to do her hair so um, that's when I really started getting deep into hair and and wanting to learn more about her hair texture, my hair texture, and you know, what grows hair and how absolutely. to have healthy hair all together. <clears throat> absolutely, absolutely. And um, I can say as one of her clients, her touch is a touch of love, um, spirit, um, just everything, the environment you come into, it's really good. She speak with you, she's talked to you, and she explained everything in detail with you. So, um, if a client come into um, your salon <clears throat> with major damaged hair, how would you, you know, address that when she says, you know, please, can you help me? How would you address that? Um, first, I would start by um, looking at her hair and assessing the damage, seeing what's going on. Um, I would recommend definitely um, some type of deep moisturizing treatment keratin treatment, something that's going to help repair the bond um, that her hair is lost from either heat damage or chemical damage or whatever the damage is. So definitely I would start with uh, treating the hair, um, shampooing it really good, maybe trimming off some of the dead parts that are there and um, try to work with her on a, you know, a healthier hair care regimen. Okay. Would you recommend um, <clears throat> Would you recommend anything that out of the ordinary as far as, you know, someone says, uh, let's use an example, something funny that came on the Gorilla, gorilla Glue or whatever <laughs> song from there. Um, I know it's very um, hard because, you know, some, um, some people come in and want a miracle, 
Right. And with it's very hard with that. Um, where do you get your treatments from? Do you mix your own or do you recommend it? Do you start um, on yourself or your daughter before you um, or any any products of um, different hair wigs <coughs> or anything <coughs> before you recommend it to your clients? Um, I really base it off of the client's hair, um, what it is they're needing, what it is they're lacking. A lot of times I do mix my own treatments together, mm -hmm. um, a concoction of what the client's hair needs, whether it's moisture, whether it's restorative. Um, I do like to mix a lot of my treatments myself in home. Um, a lot of a lot more natural products, you know, things that work well for the hair, avocados, banana. So uh, mixing your treatments yourself, you give the hair exactly what it it needs. Um, I, I I do um, buy products, you know, treatments or or masks from stores or retailers, and those work great as well. But you know, they're specifically for a certain type, whether it be damaged hair or you know dry hair. So um, mixing your own products work really great too get to the source of what's wrong with the hair and to try to help it from there. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's a really good thing because I know that um, when I go with you, you constantly, you know, treat me very well, um, my hair treatment, trimming, and so on from there. Yes. I have one question. I, I know something, a secret that no one else knows, <laughs> and that is, um, do you do men hair? <laughs> I will say, you know, I have dabbled in doing some men's hair over the years. Um, I just want to say that men are really picky. They're a lot more picky than, than women are, you know. So any little thing, they notice it. You know, my husband, I played around cutting his hair over the years, and it's always something with him. So I, I don't necessarily do men's hair cuts, but I, I do starter locks for men. You know, I'll do different protective style for men that have hair. Um, but mostly it's starter locks, you know, shampooing. Um, I just stay away from, like, tapering and all that fancy jazz they want because, ooh, they're picky. Let me tell Men you. Men are very picky. They're very picky. <laughs> they're worse than us. <laughs> Yes. And that's pretty cool there. So um, with that, um, how do you um, stay up on the latest styles? I mean, how do you know? I mean, you know, do you do go to fat, to shows, hair shows, or look at hair shows online or anything like that? How do you stay up with the latest um, styles? Um, well, I will say that, you know, in this beauty industry, um, styles and trends, they're constantly changing. Um, you can never know too much as a hairstylist, you know, training and, and constantly going to shows and, you know, getting ideas from other stylists, whether it be YouTube or, you know, Facebook. Um, social media is a huge platform for that now. So I just try to, um, well, I have a 12-year-old daughter and she keeps me hip. So, you know, she'll keep me hip with Absolutely. certain styles. You know, I do my research. I, I did go to a lot more hair shows and, uh -huh. you know, participate more before COVID came and kind of slow down my my business a little bit right. um, so I do enjoy going to hair shows and you know seeing how other stylists like to do things I love YouTube so I'm, I'm always on YouTube and uh -huh. always doing research and you know just trying to figure out what it is that's in style what what people are wanting now um, I consider myself more of a hair care specialist mm -hmm. um, so you know my main concern is the integrity of my clients hair but right. it is fun to you know learn new styles try different different hairstyles and what's going on all the rave butterfly locks and all that and thank goodness I have a, a guinea pig my, my daughter she loves it <laughs> <laughs> she loves it 
And that's the cool thing. That's yes. the cool thing. Um, what would you recommend for a young licensed person, person that want to come in and um, say, I want to be a hairdresser and I want to make this my career. What, how, what would you recommend for them, that person? I would tell, um, you know, a stylist, someone who is new and fresh and just starting out that um, in this industry, you are unable to please everyone. Um, you could be the best stylist in the world. Um, and, you know, it's, all, it's always going to be someone or something that, you know, isn't satisfied or whatever. Don't let that discourage you. If you have a passion for this, you know, go get your license. And no, you do not have to be licensed to do hair. It just teaches you more in depth of, you know, haircuts, chemicals, you know, the color will if you're wanting to do color. So I would say go get your license and, and maybe start working at, um, I started out working at um, a mom and pop shop, which mm -hmm. I loved. It was very difficult in the beginning because there, you know, I didn't have clients, you know, so right. it was building a clientele and it was, you know, it was frustrating and it was a little discouraging. So then I kind of <coughs> changed the trajectory of that and I went to JCPenney hair salon and <laughs> JCPenney feeds you clients. Right. So maybe starting out with a, a corporate salon where you mm -hmm. can get, you know, some more extra training and you're offered, right. you know, um, those walk-ins, they're available for you so mm -hmm. you can start building your clientele right, right. but yeah do it I say do it it's great I all love right, it all right all right I like that and I like the inspiration with that and I know that um, you're a um, Christian and your um, um, home base of everything is just full of love and Christianity and and you always start with the positive of um, you know God first and a lot of people like that when they're going into a um, hairstylist that's very comfortable um, the environment is very comfortable. Um, you're a very um, classy hairdresser. And um, that's the main thing that I love and which I state um, is because you make everyone feel comfortable. Um, you put God first in your touch of your hands. It's always um, loving and caring and you care about your client's hair. So that's the one thing that I would say to tell a young hairstylist is that care about what you do in your job. Yes. Yes. that you're doing there and then you can always have that great reputation of being a, hair, a hairstylist that loves you know everyone and loves to do their job right and with that being said and I know that um <clears throat> with the um with COVID you were pregnant oh yeah and um <laughs> it was tough for you um the big decision you had to make as being pregnant um to you know shut down from around a whole lot of people and that was a big um I said really hurt your feelings kind of bad because you were very prepared very much I'm a great business owner within out in the community and you had to just shut down and just close everything down um, to protect being pregnant yes <clears throat> yes how did that you know well COVID was rough you know and it was uh -huh. rough for for a lot of people um, I opened a salon with a business partner uh -huh. in um, February of 2019 mm -hmm. you know that was a very huge moment for the both of us you know Fine. being so passionate about hair and and mm -hmm. wanting to you know be our own bosses and and you know just be a boss uh, you right. know a, a girl right. boss and you know provide the community with um, a black owned hair salon that you know 
was focused more so on the integrity of our clients hair right. and building a brand you know we wanted a one-stop shop brand so you know we were excited to have nails petties you know right. you could get lashes brows you could get everything at the salon and it it was um a, it was a blessing for the year that we were open mm -hmm. um COVID happened the following year and you know unfortunately a lot of business businesses suffered um and one of our businesses just happened to be one of the ones that right. did not survive COVID. And I, I kind of looked at it, you know, it was very devastating, you know, lots of money, mm -hmm. lots of blood, sweat, tears, love put into the salon. Right. And um, so it was very devastating when we had to close our doors permanently. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I like to, you know, I, I look at everything like a blessing in disguise. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's, there's a message behind whatever's happening in our lives. So I, you know, like, as you mentioned, I was pregnant. Yes. Uh, I got pregnant, and <laughs> so I, I was a huge pregnant lady wobbling around this salon, you know, doing lashes and all that. Yes. Um, I had my, I, I ended up working until, you know, three days know. before I had my, my daughter. Absolutely. So I was full term working in the salon, you know, as a business owner, you know, I did mm -hmm. not want to. Uh, leave my girls hanging that were there, you know, right. trucking it out with me. So I worked up until I had my daughter. And then when I did have her, you know, everything kind of shut down. Um, so, you know, once we closed our doors permanently and I got to stay home with my baby, you wow. know, I didn't have to worry about getting her out and the COVID. And, you know, it was very scary. Mm -hmm. It was very scary. So um, unfortunately, on one end, I, I did lose a business. You know, I had to close my doors due to COVID. Um, on the other end, you know, we were blessed to have a home that was big enough to accommodate right. a salon. And mm -hmm. my husband and I, we put our heads together and, and we turned, turned the office into a salon. So um, I still have my home base salon and yes. it works perfectly because my baby girl, that's my assistant. She's, she'll be two in February. <laughs> she greets you at the she door. She greets you at the door. She has, you know, she'll hand you snacks if you want. So right. that's my little assistant. So I get to be home with her, you know, and still be able to do what I love to do, mm -hmm. do people's hair and provide a service for my clients. So, so such a blessing. Absolutely. Yes, ma'am. Along with Emma. Yeah, little Emma. <laughs> Emma's her dog. She meets me every time with that. And, you know, <clears throat> that's what I love about that is that um, you, the love and passion you have for it, for the hair care. And um, as long as that has been a um, black American um, um, owner in us, period, it's been women. Yes. Women that own businesses and, um, and going out in a corporation, meeting people and so on from there. So the one thing that I love is that um, you stay grounded. You know, you stay grounded. Your clients still come to you. We'll walk around a corner, but I drive around a corner. <laughs> you do. I drive around a corner um, to her home, and it's always pleasing with that. And um, my thing is that um, tell me about your, your haircut, like when you cut your hair, the different cuts of the texture of the hair. Um, I know... Me, I'm very picky. <laughs> she is. I'm very picky, but um, she pretty much would try to overpower me with yeah, that. Yeah, I do. But um, <clears throat> when cutting hair, um, what is the, what is the, um, the um, how do you say with the texture? I know that you have um, Hispanic clients as well. Yes, ma'am. I know that you have island client, clients. So I know you have all the different type of clients and cutting the hair and the different, how did you learn all that? I mean, most people just like, oh, I just have the African-American hair, black American, whatever you right. want to call it, right. you know, but you have different clients. How do you, um, how do you adjust to that? I mean, how did you learn that? 
Um, well, that's why I mentioned earlier about beauty school. You know, you mm -hmm. do not have to have a license to do certain hairstyles mm -hmm. and, and stuff um, in today's um, beauty industry. Mm -hmm. But I, I did learn a lot in beauty school about mm -hmm. angles and, you know, directions and hair types and hair patterns and all of that. Right. Um, but you really base it per client. Mm -hmm. You know, per client, um, you want it to fit their head, their face. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times clients will come to me with a haircut and I personally am like, oh, you know, let's do something similar, but, you right. know, change it up. You kind of just got to base it off of the client's hair, the integrity of their hair. Is it going to be able to sustain this hairstyle? Are right. they going to be able to manage it once they mm -hmm. leave the salon? Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to come see me every single day and get your hair done, She'll I would love, you. yeah, She'll I definitely you. would. I would love that. That would be awesome. But, you know, I know in reality, most clients I'm seeing once a week, once every other two weeks, once, right. you know, once a month, depending on their schedule mm -hmm. and all of that. So I like to give them something that they can maintain at home. Right. For example, easy. you, it's easy. it's super easy. You, mm -hmm. you do well with it. It's great. Mm -hmm. And it works for you. Absolutely. And, you it know, really does. it does. <laughs> and, and, it, and it has a lot to do also with textures of hair. You know, I like to do my, my natural girls. Um, mm -hmm. I prefer to do some type of silk press or straightening so that you get the most accurate cut. Right. You can right. cut curly hair in the curly state, in the natural mm -hmm. state. It's just it's not a thousand percent, you know what I mean? Because it's now based off of your curls right, and how right, they're shaped. Right. But if you blow your hair out or straighten it, you might see like, oh, it's a little bit longer. Well, but this because that curl was, you know, it shrunk more or this mm -hmm. side of your hair, the curls are elongated, you know, so it kind of just depends on, okay. on the client. Okay, pretty cool, pretty cool. And, you know, that's a good thing to know that um, you're going to a um a, customer, a client or a hairdresser that can do diversity hair, you know, and we know that in today's world, um, everybody is diversity. So mm -hmm. pretty much I know that she can do that. She can make sure that all texture of hair um, she can work with and so on from there. And um, I am experienced of seeing that you did some um, locks or some twist you know yeah. I have friends that you know go to you and you do their hair and everything it's pretty cool so yes. that's the one thing that we love about Kia is that she can do any type of hair any style and her love and her smile and her greetings so um, pretty much right now um, if someone wanted to um, start a business how would you um, give them a little how you started, how you oh. go about it, how you get your clients, right. how do you keep yeah. your clients, and yes. so on from there. Right. Um, starting a business is hard work. Um, it definitely requires determination, consistency. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have to want it. Yeah. Um, when we went, when my business partner and I went into this salon, we kind of went in blindly. Right. Um, we didn't really know what we were getting into. Mm. We knew we had... Uh, a talent that we could provide with our hands, people were willing to pay us for it, and right. we loved it so much, and we, you know, we wanted to do our own thing, so we opened right. the salon. Um, I would recommend someone wanting to start fresh, start a new salon, is mm -hmm. to do some research. Mm -hmm. um, do some research on the the space you're wanting to rent. Mm -hmm. um, maybe even possibly getting a lawyer to look over your, your um, lease and contract mm -hmm. when you're going to sign a lease for a, okay. um, a property. 
Um, I, it is it is very difficult to do. It's tough. It's not impossible. Anybody could open a salon that really wants to, um, mm -hmm. you know, be in this industry. Any business, honestly, really, um, it's doable if you have the work behind it, wow. and you know, you just continue to strive for what it is you're wanting to to mm -hmm. make your business. Whether you want it to just be a small, you know, small mom and pop, wow. or whether you're wanting to be five, six, seven, you know, different locations oh around. <laughs> you know, it, it definitely is a lot of hard work, um, but it, it can be done. And I say anybody who wants to be their own business owner, I say do it. Like, right. I, I joke around with you guys all the mm -hmm. time, and I'm like, oh, I don't got no job. And, <laughs> and I say that with the freedom of knowing that I work when I want. You know, I right. come and go as I please. I don't have anyone telling me anything, you know. Um, and, and it's great. The freedom of being your own boss is, is amazing. Oh, so, I know. Yeah, I love it. I it's love amazing, it. <laughs> girl. So, yeah, I'd say, I'd say go for it. You know, put your all into it. It uh -huh. could be pricey. Just do your research and make sure you're fully prepared for, right. for what the industry you're in has in store for you. Absolutely. And that's the main thing is do your research. Yes. Have you experienced a situation that um, a client wasn't very happy with you? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Oftentimes>. girl. <laughs> Let me tell you, you know, I've, so, um, once I originally moved here to El Paso, I was not licensed. Mm -hmm. um, I did still do hair, kind of like kitchen tissue, I guess uh -huh. you would say. Um, mm -hmm. I really wasn't huge into um, extensions and, and weaves and yeah. stuff like that. Um, but once I got to here and I went to beauty school and I got my license uh -huh. and I started hanging out with more people who were doing stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know, it, it sparked an interest okay. in me. Um, so, you know, of course, and then I started dabbling a little bit more, expanding my horizons and, uh -huh. and wanting to do more styles and stuff like that. So, you know, you, you're learning as you go. And like I said, this industry is forever, it's forever changing. It's forever, right. you know, so you're, you can't just stick with one certain thing. You got to continue mm -hmm. to broaden your, your, your mindset and your, your skills. Um, so trust me, over the years, I've had a few, <laughs> I've had some who, and, and this goes back to earlier when I said, you know, right. if you're wanting to do hair, um, you have to have tough skin, you have to be prepared, mm -hmm. um, because you're not going to be able to please mm -hmm. everybody. You could be the, the best hairstylist in the world, and um, there's just some people that you can't please, um, right. you know, but for me, um, I try to do whatever it is mm -hmm. um, to better the situation. Mm -hmm. I've had clients in the past who weren't happy, or um, wasn't pleased, or didn't Get, you know, didn't get the outcome they right. were expecting to get. Right. So I, um, I just try to, you know, offer them, you know, is there something that I could do? Okay. Um, maybe we can re, you know, reshape your hair or mm -hmm. change the color, whatever the situation may have been, you know, just try to fix the situation, okay. offer them a free service uh, next time. Mm -hmm. You know, I am all, I'm huge with um, retaining my clients. Absolutely. Um, I don't, um, I'm not a stylist who needs everybody to come to me, um, you know, to get their hair done. You know, people have their, their, their stylist they like, or, right. you know, their, their specific people they like to go to. And I'm more of, um, you know, who's for me is for me and exactly. who's going to sit in my chair you know they're a blessing and I'm grateful for them um, but I am a, ret a retention stylist I would like to call myself because I like to you know I like to see a client once every two weeks once a month right. for 10 12 years as opposed to having a client 
once and I never see that client Absolutely. again. You know, and those are usually the type that, mm -hmm. that, you know, aren't pleased or aren't happy or are the ones who go to a lot of different stylists and they're just, you know, they just probably are better off doing their Stylist own hair. Hyper, yeah, because yeah. they're, they're just never satisfied. <laughs> yeah, with any, the chair hoppers, I guess, whatever they're right, called. Right. Um, but I like to retain my clients. Um, you know, I have a relationship with them. Absolutely. We're friends, you know, and, and it's like a family thing for me. So, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of the times I, I, I like to um, cater to them. You know, my yes, regulars, I, absolutely. I'm very accommodating. Whatever you mm -hmm. need, you let me know and, and mm -hmm. we'll get it done. And so. I love that about her. And that's the reason why I'm her biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good thing about it with uh, um, Kia, that she's very um, attentive to you. She's very attentive to you. And that's the one thing that you need to be is very attentive. Yes. And um, I like the um, spunk in her yeah. and how, you know, she really enjoys being um, your hairstylist and so on from there. Um, so my last question for you would be, and it's going to be a long one, several, is that um, how do you adjust to your family life? Your husband in the military, yes. a little toddler running around, <laughs> yeah. and clients coming in and out of your house daily, all the time. I'm looking at her schedule online. It's like pick a time, pick a date. How do you adjust to that? As being um, and, and especially as well as we are military wives, how do you how do you deal with that? Ooh, girl, let me tell you. <laughs> you know. I, I just try to strive, honestly, um, as you mentioned before, you know, I am a Christian, you know, mm -hmm. I'm a huge, my faith is, is, is very strong. So I just try to be the woman every single morning that the devil, when I put my feet on the ground, is like, mm -hmm. oh, she's up again. Absolutely. You know, so I just mm -hmm. try to hit the hit the ground running every mm -hmm. single morning. Um, it, it is very difficult um, having a, a toddler at home and trying yes. to run a business, uh, two businesses from home. Absolutely. You know, my husband is in the military, so he's mm -hmm. in and out. You know, he's in the field or deployed, mm -hmm. and a lot of times it falls on me. And uh, we have an older daughter who does cheer, yes. and, you know, she's super busy with stuff. So... <laughs> It's a it's a juggle. I will tell Absolutely, you that, you know, yeah. and I've just found that um, just try to go at it with a positive attitude uh -huh. every single morning. I try not to uh, stress myself out the first thing in the morning. Starting my morning with prayer. Yes. Um, starting my Absolutely. morning with prayer is probably what really gets me through yes. the day. Yes. Um, starting my morning with uh, prayer, you know, sending my, my daughter off to school with a positive attitude. Right. All of that helps me because I don't have to worry about her at school stressing or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So I just try to um, eat a good breakfast when I wake up, mm -hmm. get my mind right. You know, sometimes I will meditate. Um, it's hard to do a meditation when you have <laughs> Bella, my dog, who's yeah. running around, and then the baby Emma, who, they're, okay, so Bella and Emma, they're both my assistants. They, yes. they like to greet everyone at the door. Mm -hmm. You know, they're running around. Um, Emma, she's, she's pretty independent, though, so mm -hmm. most of the time she'll do her thing. You know, she's watching mm -hmm. Coco Melon, mm -hmm. or she's running around. I, we've baby-proofed the house, so there's <laughs> nothing, you know what I mean? And the, the great thing about the salon is, um, you know, in my home, it is in my home. 
and clients aren't having to walk through my home at all. Right. It's off the, the very, yes. um, as soon as you walk in, it's off the entry. You know, it's the very first room you come in. Absolutely. A lot of the time, clients don't even see any of my, you know, any parts of my home because right. it is right there off the entry and it's very intimate. You mm -hmm. know, it's private. It has a, it's a door, you know. Yes. So it's really just me and the client. It's very, um, I like it to be an intimate, uh, um, a comfortable setting for them. A lot right. of times when women getting their hair done, they come to relax. You know, they're coming to unwind. Mm -hmm. um, they come to tell me about life. their life and what's <laughs> going on. You know, it, it is funny that people say, you know, we're hairstylists and and they're like, no, you know, I, I'm pretty much a therapist. You know, yes, I, I didn't yes. go to school for therapy for all of that. But, but that's what you become. Yeah, I, right. I, I definitely do. And they trust me with their hair and they trust me with, you know, their, their life issues and all that. So um, just knowing that my clients trust me also, you know, that's um, that gives me motivation every morning. Right. Uh, I just try to be um, just someone like whatever you never know what people are going through uh -huh. I don't know what my clients are going through if they're having mm -hmm. a rough morning or what's going on mm -hmm. so I just try to be someone whose energy is positive and Very and it much. pours out yeah. onto them mm -hmm. so and that's really what um what this is about for me, you know, I'm very passionate about hair. Um, it's, it's crazy because when I'm walking down the street or in the grocery store, I'm always, my husband's like, that's all you do. Like, I'm watching YouTube videos about yes, hair, you know. I'm yes, like, absolutely. Oh, you could use a little trim or, ooh, her hair, her color is amazing. Absolutely. You know, so it, it is really a passion of mine. Mm -hmm. um, so I just want to um, provide a an environment for my clients to come in to relax. Um, I provide shampoos with all of my service. Yes, and it's and it's um, it, it's disheartening for me to know that you know most clients don't provide shampoos with their right. services nowadays. Right. And I just like that old school feel of when I would go to the salon as a child. Absolutely. Of course, you would be there for thirty hours. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're there all day, but you get that. You know, you get that special touch. Your your stylist is shampooing your hair. Right. You guys are communicating. You're getting your treatment. You know, you're getting the all of the touches. And and I like to provide that for my clients. So anything I can do to make their lives easier, whether it be help them with their hair or you know, just listen if they're having a bad day, um, whatever. That also helps me get through my day. Just right. knowing that I'll be able to help. Um, my client in any way that they need. Absolutely. And yeah, and my husband, you know, he's a great help too. Um, he's um, in the army. Um, but let me tell you, for someone to be in the army, I'm like, you never work. Like you're always home. What do you do in the army? Like, you know, unless he's in the field or or deployed or something, he's a great help, you know, so he will watch Emma, the baby. Um, my mom is a great help. Uh, yes. My dad retired here. Yes. So um, that was a blessing to have my parents here. So they help with the baby too. To, um, whatever I need there you know I have a really great support system and and um, they help me any way that I need so it's a blessing you know I don't take anything for granted it's great absolutely yes. absolutely and now we know how she juggles everything so my thing is that um, the positive the positive environment you give us when we walk in and yes I am very pleased as your hairdresser <laughs> I'm sure it's you as my hairdresser. I am very pleased. Yes. Um, I go in. I'm like, okay, do something for me that, that I don't have to do. It's hot. I'm getting older. And she's like, okay, let's try it. Let's yeah. try it. So um, that's one thing that I do love. And, you know, being um, a business owner is not hard. It's, it's, it's hard, but it's not hard. 
it's either you're going to be smart, and if you're smart with it, it's going to be easier. Um, every day you wake up, you have to, you know, put God first. You yes. have to, and you have to thank him for waking you up this morning and giving you the, um, the love and the support of everything you need there. And I just want to say to you, I thank you. Thank you so much for having for, me. For um, coming on board of Wake Up El Paso. Good morning, El Paso. <laughs> I am so glad to have you here on as it's a guest, honor. Thank um, you. This, this morning. And I just want to say to you to keep going and you're doing everything great. Stay on the right track. And I'll see you soon. And with that being said, I thank you guys for watching us as we have Wake Up El Paso. And we just want to say to you, stay tuned for the next time and have a blessed day.